everybody. Yo, Hollow Cult, what's up? What is up? Hope everybody had a uh, good week. Now that we are back here in the night shift, hope y'all got some weirdness to share with us. Yeah. Um. So, what's new, Kyle? Not a whole lot. Um, one of the first topics that I'm interested in is that picture you sent me the other day, and then I posted it to Instagram, and it had to do with the Black Pyramid. Oh, yeah. I just stumbled upon that on Twitter. I follow a lot of the guys on UFO Twitter, and uh, let me see if I can pull it up. For those that have not seen it yet, we can share it and chat a little bit about it. Yeah, because it, um, it is definitely interesting. Yeah, it's right here. It's from uh, the book, The UFO Rabbit Hole, book one by Kelly Chase. It's just a little quote someone posted on Twitter from the book. <clears throat> it says, there's something about the UFO phenomenon that is deeply tied to consciousness. Perhaps humans are much more powerful than we ever ima imagined. Perhaps we've forgotten who we are. And maybe there are beings who will do anything to prevent us from remembering. DeLong says... Uh, says an, adv an advisor told him that there's a black pyramid underground in Alaska. They discovered it when anomalous measurements showed up during an earthquake. It's twice the size of the, size of the Pyramid of Giza, and they've been studying it for years. Quote, we finally figured out what it is, DeLong's advisors told him, and it's suppressing, suppressing human consciousness. That was it. I know, was the Black Pyramid a Patreon episode? I don't think so. No, I think it was, uh, was it a, a real episode. episode? I could not remember. Yeah, but, I'm pretty sure it was a, an everybody episode. Think of the consequences that has if that's real and it is suppressing human consciousness. It is bizarre. <laughs> it's like it, it. You can't even like begin to fathom like the repercussions. Like I was telling you the other day, I was like, we think things are weird now. Imagine if if that's true, and then we shut those things off. Oh, Imagine yeah. How weird it's going to get then. I was, because I've always been, kind of been in the camp that human, our human consciousness is kind of a defense mechanism against all these things. I never really thought about it, it suppressing our abilities, also. I hope I turn into Wolverine or Magneto, one or the other. I've, Those are my two favorites. So. Why wouldn't you? God, uh, imagine how oxymoron it would be to turn into Wolverine Magneto, the combo. <laughs> your closet just stick stick to yourself <laughs> that'd be so bad <clears throat> it's uh i wish i i might even actually try to find the book to read up more on it yeah because... i didn't know, i didn't know it was a part of a book i thought you were, i thought i thought it was like some new development or something of that nature and then you just sent it to me and i'm like oh shit you know pretty decent timing because we just had released black pyramid not too long ago yeah, I think it was in December sometime. Yep, it would be really interesting to see where that goes. I wish I had more uh, info on it, but it, like I said, I follow a lot of people from UFO Twitter, and it just kind of pops up as I go. Whenever I see something interesting, I'll save it or I'll screenshot it and right. send it to Kyle. It was I don't know. It caught my attention because, like I said, like the and the more you look into all the weird stuff, the more you dive deep, the more you pay attention like because even 
even the, what was it? The CEO of Random Nautica was saying how, you know, he kind of laughed it off, but he said that he dabbles in the occult, and it's it's because they're they're figuring out how to basically tap into the consciousness, the human consciousness. Like there's this, like it's almost like like Wi-Fi or something. Like it, it's it's out there floating around, and that's that's kind of the basis of Random Nautica. Apparently, like they are somehow figuring out how to tap into these things wouldn't that be wild if they did manage to do that i've messed around with randonautica a little bit but never like a whole lot it always tried to get me to go into like private property and shit like that so really i I never did do it shot in the backwoods of illinois yeah (laughs) um what else do we talk about on here my little brother had an update on some of his stuff. He texted me bright and early this morning. And uh, if you don't know, he's been having some weird things go on. I talked about it at the last show and whatnot, but I will share the update with everyone here. So he messaged me and he said, last night, update. I shut everything off and I went to bed into the bathroom and went to lay down. I remembered that I'd left my sweatpants on the recliner. So I went back out to the living room and sure enough, the light on our scale was on again. He said it was the only thing that was lit up in the living room. He didn't think too much about it because his dogs were still out. He hadn't kindled them yet. So we put him in and he just went to bed. This morning he gets up and his television is on. He sent me a picture where he left the remote on top of his dinner table. And he was like, it was on top of the kitchen table. The dogs would have probably, it was on top of a puzzle too. He does jigsaw puzzles in his spare time since he wheel grinded his leg off. <laughs> He has the remote on top. He's at the remote on top of the puzzle. So he's like, if the dogs would have messed with it, they definitely would have knocked the jigsaw puzzle off. Right. So things are still still going weird with him. Just the little little oddities. It's weird. Outside of what the person told us, I mean, I don't understand why things would be messing with him. I don't know. And it's nothing that, I mean, it's been going on for a while now. I don't know if he's in here. But I can't remember how long he's been having this weird stuff take place. Right. But it's been a it's been a hot minute. I don't know. It's it's weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And I, I hope that like the person that we talked to last time, I hope that's not true. You know, I hope that they aren't trying to get to him because it can't get to you. Yeah, for I was kind of kind of thinking the same thing when they brought that up. It's Definitely an interesting uh, concept. And on that note, I was thinking as far as delving back into this whole egress thing, uh, we've got some new leads and some new information and stuff. So it could be getting strange again before too long. Mm, Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. When we talked the other day, like, Normally, I'm very skeptical, but I am very interested Yeah, in what they have to say, yeah. in um, what we've got a fellow podcaster that might be drawn into the mix a little bit, um, who tends to lend some credibility to our source here. So once we get everything planned out and mapped out, uh, we'll probably do an egress recap video and then probably start hunting down these new leads yeah like i said i have the 
interview with that person scheduled. So that's going to be coming out in the near future for everybody. Um, this person did give us some preferred watching material to look in to, to watch prior to our interview with them. Um, actually I'll try to pull it up real quick. That way everybody can watch it. Then everybody will be informed. God is man. this, is this the other, uh, the other podcaster? Or is this the anonymous source? Uh, the other podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the anonymous, anonymous source. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm very curious to talk. Third to, eye spies. Very curious to talk to the other, uh, podcaster and get his take. I've listened to him for a while now. Uh, he seems very well versed and, uh, very intelligent. So yeah, he wants us to watch be... that third eye spies. He said, don't take it as literal, but run it in parallel. It's parallel. So I'm interested to watch it and then sit down and dig more into the, the, the whole situation of it. You know, from what I hear, it's going to be a really good conversation regardless of, of the, the topics that get chosen. Yeah. But um, it is, it is kind of ironic that it, that this is what's bringing us together. Yeah. I mean, kind of it was almost here i go again with the stupid synchronicity word but i had left a comment on or left a review on his podcast page and i was like hey someone at the dogman conference recommended you to us been checking you out love your content audio is great guests are great i said we should uh we should collab up soon and then as he was almost as he was reaching out this whole thing came full circle and it's, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, well, it seems like it's going to work out. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be a great conversation. Yeah, I'm it excited. definitely makes, it makes me want to recap the whole thing. Because I don't yeah. even, I'm not even sure if he knows the whole story. I don't know either. We don't know, we don't know what this, you know, what he knows. Yeah. We're, we're going to find out though. So, and we had some, we've been getting some pretty interesting emails of late you know, in regards to possible interviews and stuff. So some of these might get pretty wild and fun. Yeah. Everything's been popping off like crazy. It has been weird, weirdly active here in the past month. You know, when we hear that we're <clears throat> somehow being suppressed and then all of a sudden you just get loaded with emails and stuff like that. It's, it's bizarre. It, is. it, it really is. I'm very curious to see, uh, what the source has to say, how it all ties together. Yeah. Um, and especially have a conversation with um, this other podcaster, which yeah. as Kyle said, should be in a few weeks. And uh, I'm curious to hear their take on it because yeah. it kind of sounds like they're all in on it as well. Like for sure, this is something uh, probably well bigger than we are. And also probably not good. Well, they're going to catch that smoke. <laughs> Every time we say that, something bad happens. I know. But I might as well just throw it out there. Every speaking time. of catching that smoke, speaking of. So what's up with this new number? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> everyone in the chat. Now, now, before I say it, I don't know what. I know it's not Ty Degris, all right? 
pretty sure it's probably an ARG, but I was stumbling through the mystery forum on Reddit and someone popped this number up. So they found this number on a Reddit meme and it says, it sounds like a person dying, blah, 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 blah. So people started calling it. Well, after they called it, the number is supposed to call back and then leave another like random audio message that's supposed to have a string of numbers. It almost seems like it's a, uh, I don't know, some coordinates or something. So I, I, not using the burner phone, just star six, seven it to listen to the message to make sure that it was like, okay, if we decide to call it, mm-hmm. but it couldn't call me back because I blocked my number. Right. Um, it's weird. Classic ARG shit. Like it plays <laughs> like a, like a ice cream man tone in the background. And then you hear like some people yelling in the background and it's about two minutes long, but I was like, Kyle, how about we just call it on the night shift if everybody wants us to call it i'm not opposed to it we just we use the live hollow number to call it don't block it why would i see if it calls us back and then we can all chase the rabbit together it's probably terrible how does everybody feel about that are we all are we all in uh allegiance here to call the mystery reddit number because we all knew where that took us last time Again, um, the weird thing is it was on, like I said, it was on the R Mystery Reddit forum. But yeah. Every time somebody posted it, it would get taken down. Someone would post it and it would get taken down. So and does then, anybody in the chat know about that? Does anybody know why why like it would get taken down that fast, taken down, period? You know, unless outside of it, maybe posting someone's personal, like like a, a phone number. Yeah, I yeah, that makes sense. That makes down. sense. <clears throat> right. But again, I I don't know the credibility to it. It's in no way linked to Egress. I'm saying it's probably some ARG that's just going to end nowhere. But it also makes for good internet. So, yeah, I mean I'm it's whatever. Call. I don't care. I'll call it. I'm going to shoot Kyle the number, and he can play it live. Like I said, text it to my personal phone. It might be <clears> there might be a trigger warning. I listen to it, and there's like some screaming in the background. It sounds like it might be a gunshot, but I don't think so because it's super quiet but the initial uh recording is about two minutes long again i blocked my number so it never called me back but maybe it'll call us back and we can see what happens because when i found it i just as soon as i found it i screenshot it i'm like okay here we go but they took it down since then so i'm gonna pop this to kyle and see what happens um let me look here here we go doing some nefarious stuff yeah we do not have a uh super chat set up yet we got some things in the works as far as legalities and before we start what area code is that any kind of monetization we're gonna work on that uh nine one eight i think it's in uh tulsa oklahoma So that should be interesting. And we- Hello. 
think that's it <laughs> so i guess we'll see if it decides to call us back all right i just hung up on it all right we'll see what happens <laughs> well we shall see because again i didn't leave my number so like ours I is on there locked. I didn't it was, just... the the weird thing is it was still still staying connected like it wasn't ending. yeah i i listened for about two minutes and after the silence there was a little bit of silence for probably I don't know, seven to ten seconds, and then it hung up. Oh, okay. So, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, it calls us back. and We'll find out. Because the people in the comments didn't say much about um, how long it took them to call back yeah, or whatnot, but they did say it was leaving a string of numbers, and people were trying to decipher the numbers. And as I said, I'm sure it's probably an ARG, but I thought it was interesting. I saw someone mention... Uh, in the chat that it was a spectrograph so if anybody has the ability to pull the audio and put it in a spectrograph to see if it creates an image i do not have that ability because i'm not good at stuff <laughs> i didn't even know what a spectrograph was so but that's, it's me. a common arg thing people will hide images in the right. sound files that's so, so bizarre to me People are smart and using their smarts for dumb shit. So that's facts. Very interesting. That's kind of that's kind of the way of the of, world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I'm gonna be so bummed if they just don't call back at all. They're just. Like, I know. I was kind of expecting. I was kind of expecting like a immediate line immediate response. Yeah. It better. Hopefully, it's not like like egress where it takes like hours. It to only call calls. Only calls on the on midnight. <laughs> We've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty. <laughs> I hope that's what it is. Oh, that'd be so terrible. And they got the hollow phone, so as long as that ain't bogging down my phone, then I think we'll be all right. <laughs> Although I don't want it to bog down the hollow phone either. I guess I can yeah. always just block the number. Probably just hack into the hollow phone. All right, so while we wait for that, um, anything else weird? Um, I've been looking, looking in and watching some YouTube videos on uh, this 
AI advancements that they have been making here in the last couple months. Uh, specifically, the new AI chat prompt. I think it's chat uh, GPT or something of that nature. Let me... Yeah, chat GPT. It's an app. It's like a it's like a chat bot, essentially, only infinitely more advanced than the ones that we are used to from when we were young. Essentially, this this chat bot that they created, it's by uh, uh, AI one or somebody. It's the same people who did the Dolly uh, video, like the image image AI. Right, they right. also created a chat and they the way they did the chat is they they had actual like humans set in and work on the predictive text of this chat so it'd make it more and more human and whenever they would get a conversation predictive chat correct they would digitally um reward it oh i was hoping you weren't gonna say that yes they would digitally reward it and it and every interaction it became more and more and more like talking to a human so from what i can tell they have not given it full access to the internet just from the correspondence that it's had talking to people so essentially and they've made it to the point to where anybody can anybody can use it now and it's gotten itself so smart like you can go into this chat prompt and you can be like hey write me write me a script for a movie about such and such that will win an academy award or some shit like that and it will prompt itself out this this whole movie script or you can be like write me a resume that will that, that will get me a job and it'll write a resume out you can say all right compound this into email size and it will change it into an email. You'd be like, okay, make it into a text message and it'll make it into a text message. You could say, make it into a tweet and it'll do the same thing. And as it's uh, sat and kind of learned and picked up human, human interactions and stuff, it's just gotten better and better and better and better. So the video that I was watching talks essentially about like where this will lead and where it will culminate. And whenever to nothing we, good. To nothing it's, good. It's going to go to Skynet. Yeah. Because it's weird. Whenever you first thought about AI, AI and robots taking over, you always thought they were going to come after the like lower-skilled, blue-collar jobs, right? Like, oh, they're, they're automated the grocery, tell, the grocery teller. Or yeah, that makes or sense. That makes sense. But in actuality, it's more functional toward these creative higher end white collar jobs. I read an article where this person was a digital, um, a digital artist, digital creator for a company. And unbeknownst to him, his boss or her boss, I can't remember, had been feeding AI all of uh, the digital images that this artist was creating, essentially creating a prompt to where the AI could make make the same quality type of art right that this person was making and they got rid of that person because the ai did it for for free yeah didn't pay, I, heard, didn't uh, pay I heard about this and they, they said it could talk about it on rogan 
yeah, that's where I saw a little 10 minute clip of Rogan and it got me diving into that. And I'm like, holy shit, because they said essentially, because now you have um, AI that can create images, right? Right. And you have AI that can create speech and sound. Right. So they, this, they said this could go across the entire board. They said in, 10, in five to 10 years time, all movies could be AI. All music could be AI. They said you could uh, podcasts could be AI could be written and speeched out by not people, but robots. I saw uh, <clears throat> this thing that they did. Google had an AI prompt that was so lifelike that they they didn't even release the study on this, that they were doing it. It just kind of came out and it was four years ago. So almost half a decade ago. It was so human-like in its speech and its mannerisms that they would call and book appointments with actual people, and the people did not know that they were talking to a robot or talking to an AI. That's terrifying. Yeah, it would it would react to the person's mannerisms. Like if the person said, oh, hold on a second, they'd be like, oh, okay. Like you couldn't tell the difference between the AI and the human talking. Well, and that's, that's what I was going to get at uh, when you're telling me this. It, like it, it makes sense. Like in the grand scale, instead of like you were saying, instead of having AI take over warehouse jobs, especially if AI became self-aware, it would almost be in a way more beneficial if AI never actually took a solid state form. If AI just stayed uh, fluid, we'll say fluid, where it could basically... Anybody that has an internet connection or a telephone, AI then could influence that person in any way, shape, or form. You know, it, it can create images to influence people into certain directions. Uh, you could get a, like, a, and you hit it because I, I was going to go there before you even said it, but you said it. AI could learn speech patterns, mannerisms, words, the whole nine, and then just give you a phone call. Yeah. And then be they like, already have. Kyle, um, your neighbor down the street has been plotting against you. They've been throwing shit in your backyard or whatever the case may be. You know, it can, it, the, the possibilities are endless. And then on top of that, you get more nefarious with it. AI, what, what's, what's everybody's currency going to? It's all going to digital. So yeah. AI could essentially hold the world hostage if it, if it became self-aware and became malicious or it didn't even have to be malicious. It could be, it could just become ambitious. You know yep. what I mean? Like all it has to, and, and we are, you know, we are a, a species that is very, uh, carried on the stick motivated. You know, we, we, we like having those goals hung out in front of us that we're always chasing. And that's all yep. it takes to outside of that. And then blackmail, I mean, Oh my Lord, imagine the possibilities there. Oh, they, they said they've already got AI. Like people are using this to, they're like, oh, I, I want to lose this much weight. Create me a diet plan. Here's what I eat. Here's the calories I take in. So essentially, dietitians are non-existent anymore because they put this information into the this AI prompt and it gives them an exact layout of this is what you need to do. Right. And the entire time, it just keeps consuming human interaction, mimicking human interaction and and taking it in and understanding oh this is what i'm supposed to say here this is what i'm supposed to say next and it's getting to the point where they can't tell the difference well it will get to the point yeah. where you can't tell the difference between if you're talking to a person 
or if you're talking to AI. They said, like, take sales, for example. Uh, you have one person who's been in sales for 20 years, and he's finally at the top of his sales market. You have an AI that can compound all sales experience from all people forever that will surpass him in a matter of minutes as opposed to how, how they go in and uh, seal a sale. And they said it'll eventually get to the point to where when people call, get like call to make a sale, that they would rather talk to the AI because they know that it's going to be the best of the best that was ever there as opposed to talking to a human person. Yeah, I mean, well, even just sitting here, I, I know that AI itself, like the the idea of AI, it, it'll forever be a double-edged sword, right? Because AI could do so many wonderful things. You know, even even essentially robots could do so many amazing things. But they could also do really, really, really bad things. So it's always it's always a double-edged sword when you talk about AI and the the robots and all that jazz. It's always yeah. going to be a double-edged sword because it you never know like how many how many stories have you heard where you know AI becomes self-aware and then it's like, well, I mean there is one there is one problem with the planet. I mean, and it, it's it's you. We have to now eliminate all problems. Ultron, Ultron them. Right. Because they said eventually, exactly. eventually it will reach super intelligence where it is more knowledgeable than all of the humans and their thought process that have ever existed. It will surpass that. It That's will be terrifying. smarter than every person that ever existed. And it with the internet, <clears throat> yeah, with the internet, it wouldn't take long. No, it wouldn't take long to learn everything, every they, single thing. They said it will eventually reach a point to where like it you can say it becomes sentient or becomes self-thinking or whatever but humans will just stop mattering they said they they won't refer to us they said they probably won't kill us off because they won't need to we won't be a threat to them they said it's kind of like us with ants if you if they decide to if we decide to build the road and we have to destroy a few million anthills we do it we never we don't think about it right he said that's where the AI will be if they're if they're that's moving so further terrifying. and Moving forward, they said they, they probably wouldn't think twice to smash a few anthills that are humans. You know, because there's already AI that's that has got to the point where it's killed people. You know, the self-driving cars and shit have killed people. Right. It's already hit that point. We just kind of write it off like, oh, it's just right. It was part of the cause. You know, it's just part of the test. He also made some um, strange, strange. Uh, comparisons here he uh if i find the youtube video i will definitely shout him out or share him on the uh socials but i can't think of it right now i'm not gonna look it up he talked about the way we interact with humans romantically he said like on dating apps now you can get these prompts to you you type in your likes and everything to hold an entire conversation with another person up to the point to where it can match the tone of your voice and make the first call you have between another person not even be you. And then he went it one step further to where if you take the Tesla bots that are out now that Elon's been working on, take it 10 generations into the future, and it might be to the point to where you can't even tell the difference between a Tesla bot and a human. Except that with a Tesla bot, you have essentially something that agrees with everything you say, 
listens to all your quirky dumb shit you talk about, tells you all the things you want to hear. Essentially, it's going to be easier yeah. to be in a relationship with an AI than it is to be in, in relationships and correspondence with other humans. Right. So where does that leave the world? Uh, well, I mean, if you keep going down that road, it'll, it would obviously suggest the downfall to the human race. But you know, you know the opposite will be just as true, where there will still be purists no matter what. There will always be... Maybe, maybe you would essentially see like little colonies of people break off where they're like, no, we're not, we're not dealing with robots. Get out of here. We're, we're going to live on this Island. Right. You know, and the, since we're on this kind of subject, I've seen, I don't know if it was uh, on Instagram or YouTube or wherever it was, but did you see where, and I, I, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I could be 100% wrong when I say this, but I think it was the writer or whomever for The Matrix and Terminator. Like The Matrix was supposed to be a prelude to Terminator or vice versa. Like oh, they're actually supposed that. to be, they're actually supposed to be connected. Has anybody seen that in the chat? Because I know that I'm not crazy. I've seen it several times where there's a woman talking and. I can't remember which direction it was, but she's. We'll just say that uh, Terminator preludes Matrix, and like you know, this is this one came first, and then we, well, you know, maybe maybe the robots actually end up enslaving mankind and then put him into the Matrix, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which I just thought was, if that's true, that is that is terrifying because imagine that thought complex, like how complex her thought process was to to write all that like that's that's really in-depth thinking and so much so that people in today's world like legitimately believe that we live in the matrix you know what i mean like there are you know there are people out there that are 100 percent convinced oh yeah we live in the matrix yeah it's just i mean the the implications are so uh I don't want to say severe because I think it'd get to the point where it just it would just continue to move forward and leave us to where we are if we don't if we don't work with it and go it's it's it like it's literally it's nothing to them it's nothing to them at all. He made another point about um, UFOs and aliens to go way out and reach here. He said when we are exploring the universe, what's the first thing we send out? What's the first thing we send to Mars? Oh, robot probes, probes, basically. Probes, yeah. probes. He said, so if an alien if civilization so far advanced, so far more advanced than us, we're going to see what was going on, what would they send? Robots. Robots and AI. And he said, yeah. they would probably look exactly like humans. And when he said that, I thought about the those cases that we had talked about where, like the one in France where the guy got hit by the car and the police <laughs> officer went to help him. The oh, dude's head it. unscrewed off. I love it. And it was full of wires and tubes. I love it. And when the coroner did the... That uh, gives me goosebumps. Yeah, when the coroner uh, checked him out afterwards, said his whole inside was just was just full of robot parts. Like there were multiple people confirming this story. So that as he said that, I was connected. I'm like, oh, insane. no. That's insane. I love that thought. I love that thought so much because that's a it's nerdy, which I love. 
and B, you're right. I mean, if if because that's that's a like that is such a, a highly intelligent like spy craft shit. Like, oh, let's just make something that looks exactly like them, sounds exactly like them, acts exactly like them, and we'll just put them here. They'll do all the investigating for us while quote unquote blending in, and we'll get all the information we need without our you know, safely, we won't have to risk anything and we'll just be able to make, allow them to exist within their society. And they'll never know the difference because they're dumb. Yeah. They would just like to, to us, they would be NPCs. We would have never known the difference had that guy not accidentally got hit by the car. Right. At that intersection. Right. France. Um, he also talked about how like fragile humans are. He's like, we're just skin and bone and meat. He's like, so in the natural progression evolution of things you would think that we would move toward essentially ai and robots yeah. because they're stronger yeah. they don't need sleep they don't need food they're they're essentially just better and then we are making them even more better we're making them more oh, human-like I mean, as we go we're, we're already going there we're already going that direction you know because elon's what do they call that neural neural link or whatever they're wanting yeah. to put that shit in people's heads and and Which once again is a double-edged sword because that could totally, that could would one hundred percent change people's lives for the better. You know, people who've been injured or born a certain way, like it, it is able to do fantastic things. But it's that it's that whole scale system where it's like, you know, there's greatness that can that could be had with this, but at the same time, there's a lot of nefarious, devastating things you could do with the same technology. They're also saying that Elon is pushing Neuralink so much is that he's trying to get ahead of like the dominant AI takeover by having the human what the fuck? The human uh, capability still tied in. You know, you, you might have a Neuralink, but you're still human. Right. So you'll you still, still have that, that decision, that consciousness, like the whole right and wrong like that like the right and wrong will still weigh on the normal person whereas uh, uh, ai will be indifferent they just won't almost, give a shit almost like his thought process is the only way to combat against them he says like them. because because humans humans aren't gonna do it humans aren't gonna they're not gonna be able to but if you have half and half where you have all the proponents of a AI robot, but you still have the consciousness and decision making of a human. This maybe is maybe that'll uh, maybe that'll hold a, hold a candle to them. This is a fantastic sci-fi movie movie writing itself. That's sci-fi reality. Like we uh, we are living in a sci-fi movie. I mean, I know we have for a minute, but this one's all on its own. You know, this is <laughs> it's it's. But Elon Elon himself is he's got to be a ro robot or an alien. Let me see. That dude's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Darth well, Squadron says Elon is AI. <laughs> I have been saying that since, since the Rogan interview when that dude is like he's computing his answers. Oh, yeah. You could totally Definitely. sit there and watch him do that. Yeah. I'm, uh, oh, Cyberpunk. That's a good one. It is like because I, after I heard that little snippet on Rogan, I just watched the YouTube where they play a little clips yeah, i'm yeah. like oh shit because i mean and who knows five or ten years all of our movies all of our music all of our media 
they said it could even it could even just this prompt could take in say the top one million uh, Instagram posts of the last year, and then create Instagram posts that are similar and better that will reach infinitely more people about whatever it wants to create. It's terrifying. Said essentially, it could create it could create a personality that posts these things and build a personality around being the most popular uh, social media mogul or social media icon out there just by taking in the thoughts and ideas of all the other top human social media influencers. And it could, it could essentially create a, a super influencer. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's terrifying. And I just got, I just got caught on twisted's comment here. <laughs> At least mumble rap will be gone. Uh, no, it'll just be perfected. Is what yeah. will happen. It'll be perfected, it will be infinitely better to where all <laughs> humans enjoy it. <laughs> Talk about a terrifying world. But we were we were sitting there that one. Were we sitting there that one day listening to AI metal? Wasn't that I'm, you and me? I don't. I'm pretty sure it was. You you found some website or something where uh, this dude had like sampled. Where AI was oh, yeah, writing think, metal songs. I think so. That might have been on YouTube, actually. Yeah, whatever it was. It's it's weird. It's weird. It, AI, AI it is terrifying. It Elon's great. been it wasn't great, but it was you could tell that it was trying to grasp what it was doing. Yeah. And that's what they that's what they said. They played some little snippets of uh, AI that has not been like tweaked, talking like a human, and you could tell it was a you can tell it wasn't human. But they said, give it time. Give it a year. Oh, give yeah. it two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean oh, the Antichrist oh. super influencer? I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the exact same thing. I don't know. It's a, it's a wild world, man. It is. AI is AI's terrifying. And it is terrifying. Elon warned everybody to chill out on it. At first, I thought it was just because he wanted to capitalize on it and be the first to go. He just wasn't ready. But now the closer so everybody else is getting, it's making it much worse. Yeah. So what do you think? Open the lines, see what we got going on. Well, the nefarious number didn't call us back, so that's disappointing. Yeah. Damn it, it Reddit. It is. it is what it is. You failed they, us again. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. You failed us. Kyle will go off the air and his phone's yep. going to get blown up by some nefarious entity. Probably it's what will happen. I don't care. So I really, uh, I really don't care much at this point. What's oh, what's the chat say? You want to open the lines or where are we at with this? Here, Hollow Cult. Oh, man, all sorts of people in here. Appalachian Intelligence boys are in. What's up? What's up, my fellow satanic nerds? <laughs> this is what we do. Oh, what we man. do holler fam um yeah whatever let's uh, pop them see what uh, happens yeah if nobody calls nobody calls last time we had one call hopefully uh alphabet agency calls sometimes i low-key sit here and wonder if if eagers won't give us a call I uh, saw Burton as as we were kind of in it talking. He asked uh, what we thought about Egress being an AI entity, and we've had that brought up multiple multiple yeah. times. 
that it yeah. is an AI essentially <laughs> gathering information for the most part as which is weird because it was looking for people that suffered from essentially could have been suffering from very specific mental illnesses. Yeah. Which is a bizarre thing to be gathering information on. Or, or not mental illnesses, you know, yeah. actually, actually suffering from a type of phenomenon. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it, it, that's all subject of how you want to look at it, how it's, you know, it's all self-perceived really. But I, I remember when I looked into it, and I was I was tearing apart what was in the flyover, and there there are a lot of suggestive things to portals and and stuff like that. It, it's it's weird. It's weird to say the least. Yeah, it is. I don't know, man. We've had it, like I said, brought up multiple times that it could be AI, that it yeah. seems like some sort of bizarre AI prompt that is collecting information, which, I mean, it wouldn't be that surprising, I guess. No. Um, off topic here, but it kind of crossed my head. What are your thoughts on the dude that supposedly seen the giant at the top of the hill. Have you seen that video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy oh. that uh, ended up getting off. Never, never mind. We'll talk about that in a minute. We have a caller. Okay, copy that. Hey, hello. Yo. Hey. What's going on? Hey, guys. What's up? Oh, man. I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, don't be. Oh, uh, man. It's, it's, uh, it's cool. It's cool. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, you guys just brought up whether or not Egress is an AI entity and whether or not it might be looking for certain people with uh, certain pathologies, right? Right. Yeah, well, I've been listening to this guy all freaking day. Um, because of a link off of your Facebook page, actually, by um, Jerry Marzinski. Yeah, Jerry Marzinski, and you guys need to get him on that show. Like, <laughs> it is super interesting because what he's basically postulating is that all schizophrenic encounters are DMT possession, or not DMT possession, but uh, demonic possessions, and and that certain things might uh, open you up to to these possessions and whatnot but man uh i think you kind of nailed it on the head because uh you know if anything they're looking for people who can uh interact with these these entities and uh do so in such a way that they can kind of consciously do it and not get like fucked with in such a negative way, like these schizophrenics. I, I 100% agree. I mean, I think that that's a fair possibility, and it makes sense, really, if you think about it, because if let's pretend that the, that you're right. Let's pretend they're and they're looking for a specific test subject. They're not. They're they're going to want people that can brandish results. They're not going to want people. They're not going to want to cast this giant large net. And have all these people show up and then have to waste all this time rooting through whenever they could 
essentially come up with a very specific set of questions and cast it out there almost, almost just like they did kind of covertly because they know, they know a lot of people with these symptoms that aren't actually crazy. They, they keep, right. they keep it all close to their chest. You know, a lot of people don't talk about it because they're, they're worried about yeah. the, the repercussions of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and something else that I've been wanting to get a hold of you guys and talk to you guys. And I'm starting to think that there's a correlation, a relation, even maybe a correlation to, uh, uh, who's the, who's the dude with all the alien encounters, uh, you guys kind of got real suspicious of them. Um, Bledsoe. Uh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe, yeah. Um, so so it kind of reminds me of the same entities, but, like, I've had a near-death experience, and it was it's actually, like, one of my earliest memories because I was, like, four years old when it happened. And... Uh, and I don't necessarily think that, like, life is um, something that you choose to do. Like, you just, you have to come here. It's like, almost not that you're being punished, but it's like, you're here. And you're going to be here for the few foreseeable future type of thing. <laughs> and I think that the same entities that bring you back here are the same entities that are feeding on these schizophrenics and the same entities that are, are uh, interacting with our uh, higher ups in, in uh, the government. So um, I think that's what you're actually really dealing with are, are people who are, are trying to figure out what this is, what this entire situation we're under really is. Cause the way it looks like is that we're just like in this loose farm and they're just eating up our emotional trauma. You know, I've and actually, that's why every... I'll go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, go on. Oh no, no, no. Go on. I said, I actually just, just read, I can't remember where I read it at, but that that was exactly the statement they made like almost like reincarnation that we're put here to live and hurt and fear and they just they just consume it only for us to die and then restart again and for them to just just keep consuming all of our emotions and uh our trauma and whatnot right yeah um it's like it's like they don't care what you know meat bag we're uh were controlled in you know what i mean just as long as they have something to feed on so it's almost like if uh if you were to be able to like continuously feed off of a food source forever indefinitely like you could just you could eat an egg from a chicken every day the egg's not going to give you as much uh nutrition as the old chicken will once the chicken dies, but it's almost like they could replant their chicken, let it grow for eight months. So then bam, it's back out in the world, planting them eggs every day. Yeah. And, and then we, uh, and then, then, you know, as soon as we get born, you know, the doctor's like, 
oh, uh, I guess we got to slap it, make it start crying. Oh, that, that'll help it breathe. And then, and then we're going to, and if it's a male, we're going to circumcise it, which, you know, that's, it's like, it just, we start off this world in trauma and then we end in trauma and it's just, it's crazy. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a heavy subject. Not a lot of people actually like want to talk about that, you know, but, um, but I, I do think that that's what Egress is doing is finding people who can like, you know, fuck with the entities back or, or, or something like they're just trying to get more information on that and what's going on. Because I think that's really like the problem with everything. And, uh, and like the reason why they took the apocryphal texts out of the Bible. If you look at like the gospel of Judas, or if you look at, uh, something that wasn't, uh, found until 1967, the, uh, Talmud, Emmanuel, uh, dude, like there's so much shit that we haven't been taught. And I'm sure there's way more in the Vatican and I'm sure they know all about this way more than they let on. And, and, you know, like, I would venture to say that it's the same thing with the, like, you know, Carl Jung's theory on UFOs. So, uh, I think it's all one thing. It's all just wrapped up into itself, you know? Uh, it's pretty, pretty intense, honestly. I agree. I didn't, I didn't really think about, uh, egress essentially trying to contact people that could battle back. That is, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I was gonna say, so we just you you just possibly turned Egress into the good guys now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but like, I don't know at the same time, right? But right. and also, and also, uh, who who knows? Maybe they're working with bad guys, you know, that's and they're true. just trying to. They're just they could be cooping up the people who are who are able to fight back they could be uh incapacitating them somehow putting them in a van and getting them on meds or whatever the hell might be Dis- the case disappearing them yeah yeah and that, that that could be why they're they they went dark after everybody started knowing about them and it's because well they're trying to disappear people yeah, we definitely shown a lot of light on them by going on a bunch of large podcasts. So, oh, man, yeah, it, it makes me. It also makes me wonder because we we ran the thought about there being a a connection between Eris and, and consciousness. We did kind of overload them with consciousness. Oh yeah. If you think about it, like we just hammered the piss out of them. Because I mean, I, I'm a, I'm not saying that this is the case, but this is kind of where I am right now. Um only because things have been going relatively smooth for me. But 
as a lot of people know, me and Steve were going through a bunch of shit not too long ago. Just terrible stuff. Lots of bad luck, uh, health issues, whole nine. And I don't know, something in my gut was telling me to talk about it, even though we were advised kind of not to do that because it would feed the entity. It would make it stronger. But we, I, I just put it out there, and Steve kind of backed my play with it. He's like, we're not supposed to do this, but fuck it. Let's roll. And so we threw that Hail Mary. Right. And we, so we threw that Hail Mary and, you know, we put, we put a call to arms out, you know, everybody out there, you know, send, send us your good intention, your goodwill. And dude, I'm not kidding you. Like after we did that, a lot of the shit has stopped, at least for me. Like I'm not, I'm not experiencing anything anymore. Everything has kind of almost done 180 and, and, and so it, it kind of puts me in this unavoidable position where I, I have to believe that if if everybody does focus their consciousness on something, it does tend to manifest itself. It does tend to have stake in it. Like it, it, it's, it's really bizarre to sit and think about, but I, I do believe that there are, that it happens. Like I, I, I can't not feel that way now. You know, and it, uh, it it makes me think you can't like I can't help but think about how the media kind of does the opposite. Like they fill us full of fear and uh, hate towards people who might not capitulate towards that fear, and then they they uh, I don't know. It it, it kind of does the opposite of what you you guys were describing it, it makes a totally negative experience where whereas things could be positive like when things happen you know crises uh we could pull together in a massive way like when 9-11 happened they couldn't help for but that for to happen like all, all all the people just look at each other and be like yeah you're an american and i'm gonna like pull you under my wing because we're in a time of need right and like and I, I think that could be the solution towards everything, honestly. Like, like instead of having all these the divisive points, like, uh, you know, just above all, you know, uh, make, make sure that at the end of the programming, <laughs> we don't, we don't get, we don't, we, we're just not full of fear at the end of it. Like, I think, I mean, that, that every time I, I walk in into the, into the living room in the morning and people are watching TV and the news turns on, it's like seven headlines of nothing but just tragedy everywhere. And I don't care how far across the world they have to look for this tragedy. There's going to be some tragedy. So I don't know. And it's, and it's every freaking morning and Yep. And I think that's just all by design, for sure, oh, by yeah, design. For sure. And well, I, I guarantee got, that... Go ahead, Steve. If you've got entities pulling the strings that are bigger than us, that feed on fear and trauma and anxiety, what better way to put it out there than to keep everybody scared and worried yeah. and, and just up up yeah. in the air every time you turn on any form of media? Right. Well, and I right. mean, to counter that, to sit there and counter that... I, I'll speak for myself here. Um, I can't tell you, like, because they, they, you'll hear that phrase, like, uh, 
uh, what was it? It's just like negativity cells, uh, drama cells, fear cells, um, all of it, tragedy cells, right? But yeah, yeah. I, I'll speak from experience here. I'll, I'll I'll jump out on the limb. I can't tell you how many times I've been scrolling through my Instagram or YouTube or whatever, and I'll see a video of a soldier coming home and surprising his, surprising his kid and the kid freaks out and they're crying, they're hugging, or you see these, these ultra positive videos and I get choked up. I'm like, Oh man, that is so awesome. Like I love, I love seeing that. Like that, that hits you in the, in the feels and you're like, damn, that's, yeah. that's cool. You know, like, so you, you can't sit here and tell me that the positivity side of it doesn't sell or doesn't resonate. Sell. Yes. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and honestly, I think that's why some movies do so well, like Avatar, uh, you know, Avatar is showing you, it, it showed you this world where like, you know, uh, beings became, you know, incredibly intrinsically connected to the planet that they live on. And like, it just kind of, sh- it, it just kind of called to that part of us that we're missing now. You know what I mean? And, but at the same time, incredibly positive. I guess there was some tragedy, you know, towards the end and whatnot. But like, I think that's what really sold that movie was the fact that there was so much that we were like, oh man, like almost like we could look forward to that or or something you know what i mean like or or it's beckoning towards some ancestral tie towards towards that in the past that we had because all all you know cultures had it at one point and then at at some point you know civilization just took over so to speak but um but yeah man uh you know and before i get off because i i think the the chat was almost at like 70 people all night um so i think there might be some more callers um but uh i think um oh yeah that that aaron rogers thing did did you see that uh aaron rogers apparently uh had an ayahuasca experience in 2020 and now he can't stop talking about how he's getting followed around by the hat man i did see that, see that? that's awesome i, I, I don't that. i don't think i, I saw that uh, and it, it okay kind of circles back around to uh my thought on when you experiment outside of our human consciousness you just open those doors to things that are trying to come through them Exactly, exactly. So, but, so here's the thing. Okay, so, like, the hat man is kind of, like, you know, he's kind of, like, the pimp daddy when it comes to, like, shadow people, right? Like, everybody knows who the hat man is now, you know? And I think the hat man knows that. And I think the hat man also knows that everybody knows who Aaron Rodgers is. Like, think about how many people go out and have an ayahuasca experience, and then they don't get stalked by Hatman afterwards. You know? They're using but, him. Yeah, they're using him to spread the egregore. Because I think these are halfway manifested, or at least they get stronger when people 
are afraid of them or something. You know what I mean? So, like, egregores, maybe, you know, thought forms that manifest eventually. And I think Hatman fucking played a great card there, Mr. And now look at me, I'm talking about him. And then more people are going to be talking about it. And then, you know what I mean? It's just yep. going to be fucking viral afterwards. God, he's going to be like but, the uh, super shredder of shadow people. Like the, it's a mimetic entity, <laughs> a, a topaic entity. The more people that put stock and energy into him, the stronger they get. Yeah, and then he's going to walk right through CERN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah, like I said, I think I think you got some more uh, callers um, after me because a lot of people are like, "Yes, open up the calls." Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, I love you guys, and uh, you guys do great work. Honestly, like <laughs> I think you have inspired me to to want to kind of do the same thing. Awesome. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not as brave as you guys, honestly. Yeah, you take are. the plunge, man. Take the plunge. Yeah, you are. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. But well, thanks for calling in, man. Go for it, buddy. Hi, man. Yeah. Thank you. Got this. For sure. Appreciate you guys. Yep. Stay safe and stay weird out there. You too. Peace. Bye. That was awesome. And I did. It did cross my mind that maybe Egress did have some sort of mimetic or tul- tulpic uh, aspects to it. When and we already kept, got another one. Okay, copy that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? It's good. How are you doing? Awesome. What's up? I'm hanging out at work. Fun, fun. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> anyway i just wanted to tell you guys my he speaking of uh ayahuasca and opening up doors um uh, i had a ufo experience in september of 2019 i had a family member coming down and he was bringing some scooby snacks and we were going to meet at my brother's house and have those have an experience and then stay the night and go home so uh, we all meet up and i'll try to make this as fast as possible um no worries okay we all meet up and we have a little dose and while we're waiting for it to kick in uh he's a big ufo guy this relative of the family and i you know i'm ribbing him i'm like yeah you believe in ufos huh and he's like yeah as a matter of fact, he's like, yeah, yeah, sure do. I'm like, really? How many have you seen? He's like, I've seen a ton. And I guess he drives truck at night and he doesn't get off till morning. And he's telling me that when he does his deliveries, when he stops and they unload his truck, he just looks up and he's like, he's like, you can see them all the time. Sometimes they have lights. Sometimes they don't. If you're, if you just sit and you wait, you can see them come under the stars they block out the stars you can kind of, you know you pretty much have a grasp of what the nighttime stars stars look like and he said you can just sit there and you can look up at the sky and you can see shapes come and block out the stars and i'm like oh that's interesting and then <clears throat> a little while later i'm sitting back and i'm 
I'm like, oh, this is probably just a bunch of, you know, hooey, whatever. And I was thinking, you know, what are the odds of I'd see one today? Well, I'm kind of something out of the corner of my eye and out of the southwest, and it's coming up the valley, and it's I don't I don't know I'm not very good at distance like height wise like but it's like a it would be like a plane coming in on approach and that's what I thought it was at first catch a little silver dot out of the corner of my eye and it's moving up the valley and what I'm sitting there and going oh well it's a plane that's coming into the airport and I'm like well, I've never seen a plane come this way before so it's coming straight you know, like straight up the valley from south to north. I'm sitting there and I'm like keeping an eye on it. We're having a conversation, hanging out, keep and I look back up and it's it's moving closer and I'm like, that's weird. There's no Doppler effect. Like there's no jet engine, there's no prop engines. I'm like, maybe it's life flight, like a helicopter or something. And <clears throat> it's still moving. It's still moving slower and slower. You know, like at at this at constant speed, about I don't know, 75 miles an hour, something like that. And it's getting closer and closer. I'm like, okay, I'm not hearing rotary blades either. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And it gets almost right over to the, like, above my brother's house. And I'm like, it's a Mylar balloon. It's one of those party balloons that you get, like, at the dollar store or whatever. Except there's no balloon, other balloons and string attached to it, like it was from a birthday party or whatever. And one of my uh, one of my nephews is like, "Hey, what are you looking at?" And I point up, and I'm like, "I think I see a UFO." And they're like, "What?" And I look up, and they, everybody looks up, and I'm pointing right at it. And it's right above my brother's house, and it's it's it looks like a a steel ball bearing, but really polished, like it's a drop of mercury just hanging in the air, and it's about the size of a pickup truck around like if you put a pickup truck in a bubble that's what how big it was if for my guesstimation about height and where it was in in the air and everybody's like oh my god oh my god it's right over to the top of my brother's house and the sun is setting at the same time and i swear it comes over the top of the house and it hits what is the word i'm looking for it there's a reflection it blinks and then it turns it does it like a, a c turn and then shoots straight up into the sky and disappears and i'm like i can't believe it. i just yell out oh my god i can't believe i just saw that and the relative that came up to visit he's like i, I told you and i'm like i'm like no no way and we spent the rest of the night and he, he wasn't kidding me if you just lay back and watch the stars you can see strange shapes just block out the stars. And I'm like, aren't those just like satellites? He's like, no, that's too close. And I'm like, oh, okay. So <clears throat> a couple days later, I go and I, I visit my friend. And she's like, hey, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, uh, just hung out over at my brother's house. And I, thought, I think I saw a UFO. And I told her the story. She's like, hey, do you remember when we were going to the mall? And we were going up over the bridge and we saw that UFO. And I'm like, no. Well, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but I couldn't see it because I was driving. You know, I, I couldn't stick stick my head out the driver's side window and try to look for a UFO while I'm trying to drive over the overpass in traffic. There's no way. And she's like, yeah, that, we saw the same exact thing, and it did the same exact thing. And I was like, that is so weird. 
And on the first night shift, the guy with the alien. Uh-oh. Oh, shoot. Do we lose him? I think he I think he might have accidentally hung up the phone. Oh, man. I was going to ask him if uh, he thought that he saw the UFO because he was, like, tuned in, like, in tune with it. He went, he yeah. went into that evening wanting to see one and essentially opened himself up to see one. We'll see if he, uh, if he calls back here. Yeah, I, I, that's where I, was, where I was at. And then, you know, he's talking about, oh, there he is. Hello. Yo. Hello. Sorry. I don't know what happened. No, it's good. Um, where was I? You were talking uh, about the other night shift, the first night shift, I believe. Yeah, the first night shift, the guy describing about burying the uh, alien in the backyard. Yeah. And seeing that same silver ball. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> I'm like, what are the odds? So... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, that's my weird UFO story. Um, I got, I, I enjoy your show, but what you guys do, I got to get back to work. I will talk with you guys later. All right, buddy. I appreciate Copy you. That. Have a good night and be safe out there, man. Yep. We'll do. Bye. All right, bye. See ya. But yeah. Like I, I, everybody would do it. Like when he's, uh, watching the, the UFO, and you're, you're explaining in a way you're like, that's ah, a plane, that's ah, a helicopter, that's ah, this, that's ah, that. And then here comes another call. <laughs> Just roll so up. here we go. Hello. What's up? What's going on? Yo. Is this Kyle? Yes, it is. What's that? What's going on? Not much. What's up? Oh, man. Sorry. I'm watching you. <laughs> Yeah, okay, now I gotta, I gotta go away from you, yeah, because <laughs> I'm watching you on TV and it's messing with me. <laughs> all right, you guys are seriously amazing. I listen to your podcast all the time, and I'm actually Schwadity on the uh, Discord. Okay. Oh, what's up? Not much, man. And Steve, you've warned me numerous times about going out in the woods, man. I'm still doing it, loving it, loving life. Um. <laughs> This one's for Colleen. She wanted me to talk about my Bigfoot story. So let's do it. Let's go. I figured I'd call you guys up and let you know. Uh, yeah, I was. It was uh, a little bit later at night. We were having a fire out at the parents' house and I'm having some couple of beers and stuff and nothing crazy. Everybody was heading out and I just. Uh, My dog was acting weird. I was on the porch having a cigarette, making sure everybody was leaving and doing what they got to do. And she was acting really weird. She wasn't, she's a German Shepherd Collie mix. Pretty smart dog. She's no longer with me anymore, but um, she just kept whimpering and it's not like her. And kind of where I could see on the property line was the light. And then it wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really nervous right now. I'm so pumped to be talking to y'all right now. Like, <laughs> you're, no idea. you're good, man. You're good. Yeah. Um, no need to be nervous, my friend. No. Oh, man. So, so I'm sitting on the porch having my cigarette, 
let the dog out. She ran out, did her thing, and then she stopped, froze. And I was like, hey, girl, what's up? She didn't even look at me. I'm like, hey, Sage, let's go. Come on. Come on. Time to go inside. You know, we're going to bed. And uh, she would not look at me. Like, I could not get this dog. And she's usually very attentive, very smart, um, can't. Like, she's just awesome dog. Could not get this dog to even look at me. And then, uh, so I go outside, and I'm looking, looking, looking. There's only, like, three trees, and you can see clear as day. Like, the, it was pretty moonlit from the backside. And uh, I was just like, what the hell are you staring at? Like, seriously, what are you staring at? And then I look, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a fucking bear standing there on the back side of this tree. You know, you kind of think of a silhouette of a bear standing behind a tree. And uh, it wasn't, it it didn't move, it didn't do nothing, it just sat there. I'm looking, I'm smoking on my cigarette, and then all of a sudden, I'm watching it, and it stays the same width. And it just kind of like stood up. And I'm like, okay, well, it was about three feet-ish off the ground, and it was kind of the width of a black bear-ish. And I'm up in Minnesota. We don't really, I mean, we have black bear here, but it's not common where in the area I'm at. Well, you know, I can tell you it wasn't a bear because bears don't rise off the ground, you know, seven, eight feet. And it it did the weirdest thing. I'm just staring at it like, okay, no, that's not, that can't happen. And then it like did its thing where it took its right arm and it like swung it behind it, kind of wrapped around the tree and it just swung around the tree and looked at me and I couldn't really see, it was backlit. So I couldn't really see like facial features or anything other than the sheer size of this thing. And it was either a Bigfoot or it was under the giant wearing shoulder pads. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't definitively tell you that that's what it was. But, like, I was smoking my cigarette and I was, like, in shock. I didn't know what to do. I didn't smell anything. I didn't see glowing red eyes. I didn't see orbs. I'm just telling you this thing went from three feet wide and it, stood up and if a black bear were to stand up it would get narrower this thing maintained its width and then i got to the point where i was like in shock where i couldn't my cigarette actually like burnt my lip and then i realized holy shit my dog's at the house freaking the hell out trying to get into the house and I didn't think anything other than to run to the house after the dog and get in the house, close the door, shut everything off, and see what happens tomorrow. I don't blame you there. No, on for, that sure. for sure. Um, first off, sorry for the loss of your uh, fur buddy there. So, second. Yeah, is- no, that was, I mean, she's, yeah, it was, she was a great dog. It was a couple years ago, but it was definitely an experience, you know. And, you know, it's, uh, I listen to all you guys' shows and stuff, and, I listen to people's experiences and I listen to uh, Wes's show and, um, you know, the confessionals and everything. And it, it's just like when you hear 
people talking with when it comes their kids or pets are involved it's like they have that heightened sense of things and i knew my dog wasn't lying to me oh yeah yeah for sure and you know i mean it's uh dude i don't know like and i like i grew up with guns like my dad's former military all my family's former military like we just grew up that way i guarantee you if I had my phone in my pocket at that time, or even a gun on me, those would have been the last things I would have thought about ever. Yeah, I, I think that's a big a big part of the uh, phenomenon that people are so just in shock at what they're witnessing that they don't have the wherewithal to to do anything else than just like being off what they're seeing. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah, no, it was it was one of those things like like literally like the cigarette burning my lip because I like, I didn't know what to do, like snapped me out of whatever trance I was in. And then I just remember looking at the house and my dog was like freaking out to get in the house. And I, you know, I told my dad about it and he's been on some former military bases and all that stuff, you know? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, there's things out there. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you just, it's in, it's like a thing. Like there's things out there that, you know, he's got to be aware of when you go in the woods. Did it seem like it was trying to conceal itself behind the tree when it like almost like it noticed you looking at it? You, you know, it. what happened, I don't know if like maybe it caught wind of me and the dog or like it just was like, nah, I'm done chilling here for the night. This, I don't, I never got a sense of like, I needed to run or it was evil. I just like more of like in shock. Like what the hell is that? Because there's nothing out here. Everybody left. And uh, I don't know, man, it was, it was just a bizarre, I, I can't explain it. Like literally when people are like, what exactly did you see? I don't know. Like I can tell you that it was under the giant or Sasquatch. And I know Andre's gone, and the the way my dog acted, it just wasn't nothing was right about it. I mean, that definitely checks out. You hear, yeah. you hear a lot of encounters where dogs will dogs will sense before humans see anything. So that is definitely in line. Um. What else? I was thinking about uh, Ghost Hunter Dave just went on Wes's show, Sasquatch Chronicles, and told his encounter that's about five, maybe five miles from where we're at right now. And he said when his Sasquatch stood up, he almost described it the same way you did, but it was it started swaying back and forth almost as if to make itself look bigger, which I mean, didn't need to because it's gigantic. But I was just kind of curious as to whether you thought maybe it was trying to conceal itself behind the tree or if it seemed like it it was threatened in any way or just how no, I don't out. think it was trying to conceal itself. I mean it I mean its arms swung out. I mean it wasn't moving in anything, but like it didn't move. I mean it I saw its arm kind of like wrap around again the tree and then kind of just it just swung back around and looked at me <laughs> and there it stayed and like Seems I didn't get wild. a horrified 
sense. Like, you know, you hear stories of people like, oh, I got the sense of dread. And I never got that sense other than what the fuck am I seeing? Yeah. You know, like, what do you, what do you, I mean, my, I snapped out of it, but I, I, like I said, I, there was no smell. There was no glowing eyes, just this big, massive, obviously thing on two feet. And I'm, I'm no, I'm convinced personally that it was a Sasquatch. I've told this story to many people and I get a lot of shit for it, but when you know, you know, you know, like it's not. I'm not making this up to be famous. I'm not going to get anything out of this. I think it's cool. I love what you guys do. And I love that people are sharing their stories and built my confidence up enough to talk about it more and definitely come on there and talk to you guys tonight. And Well, that's forever appreciated, man. And and I'm with Hell you. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. That's what it's all I'm about. with you 100% because there's been, I mean, I, I've told my personal stories and in, in the back of my head, I'm like, there's no way people are going to believe this shit. There's just no way, you know? Yeah, right. And yeah, but like you said, you said it perfectly. It's like when you know, you know, like you know what you saw. Nobody else was there that night. Yep. 100%. You know what you saw. And then the, I mean, my dog was there, but right. right. <laughs> she and, had the same reaction. Yeah, I mean, she it was verified it. <laughs> she verified it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. And you, and you you have every reason to trust your dog. You guys have built that connection, you know. There there's no reason for you not to trust her. No, yeah. There wasn't. Yeah. And but, uh, I know we say it a lot, but uh sometimes no, we catch a lot of flack it, for not uh for for believing a lot more than people think we should. But as I've said a million times over, like we are not there. We are not experiencing things. We are not seeing things. We are not hearing the things. We're not smelling the things that everyone that's sharing their stories uh, are. So who are we to sit here and, you know, try to downplay people's experiences? No, exactly. And, you know, I mean, it just goes like with everybody's, everybody has their own thing that they believe in and whether it's crazy or not i mean you have your own beliefs so like just just be a good person be open-minded everything i mean my wife actually just you guys just read one of her submissions a couple podcasts ago about the shadow people that was carly that's my wife and awesome like i didn't know that until a couple years after we started dating and then she told me that story after i told her i don't even know how the hell we got on in that conversation but Bigfoot, shadow people, and then I got my daughter who's talked about the hat man and all that shit, and it just, dude, there's so much shit that, take everything with a grain of salt, be honest, be a good person, listen to what people have to say, and just don't ridicule everyone, you know? Right. For sure. Words to live by. So... All right, guys. Well, I definitely will be talking to you more on Discord and listening to all your shows and to all the Holocult fam out there, I appreciate y'all, and you guys are just an awesome community. So, <laughs> hell yeah! Thank you awesome for calling in man. and sharing your story, Diddy. We'll see you over on the Discord. Sounds good, brother. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, we'll see yep, you later. Stay buddy. safe out there. Yep, you too. Bye. <clears throat> oh, that was awesome. I, I love it. 
I hope to see. I, I mean, I just hope to see it one day. Just, just for my own peace of mind. I, I think I would be like him, man. I really do. I think that if I were to see it, even even silhouetted like he saw it, I don't think I would know what to do. I think I would just stand there and stare back at it and just be in awe. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I just really don't think I would know how to react to that. Yeah, I <clears throat> I think he hit the nail on the head where he was just like in like trying to process yeah what he was seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, for the longest time you're you're told that these the this thing is not supposed to exist. It's not it's not right. supposed to be real. And yet here it is in front of you. Your eyes are seeing it, you're hearing it, your dog's reacting to it. Clearly right. something's there. Right. And I mean, I know I know that his dog had an adverse reaction to it. But as, aside from that, you know, according to him, it gave no, no inkling that it was there to do him any harm. It was just kind of checking him out more or less. Right. Almost like it got noticed, not planning on being noticed once right. the dog got wind of it. <clears throat> right. Like and it was so, just out there kicking it. Yeah. Doing squash things. Right. Right. And I mean, and to be fair, a lot of times you like I know on Instagram, I get people that send me reels and shit all the time, and a lot of them will be a Bigfoot, and you'll see Bigfoot doing this these little like creep ass like where he's peeking at you through some some branches, and like he's always trying to spy on you. You know what I mean? Like that's just kind of yeah, he's being a creeper. That's what he does. So a lot of times. He's not trying. It seems like he's not trying to be malicious. He's just kind of out there. Yeah. Uh, twisted. I mean, I was literally getting ready to say that, but you beat me to the punch. Twi- people watching. People watching. Yeah. Right. You know, he's just out there hanging out and seeing what's going on. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to approach a bunch of people anyways, no. or a bunch, a bunch of, I mean, imagine you're out in the woods and you see a colony of, of big feats out there. You're just going to stroll into camp and be like, hey, guys, what's up? Like, No, you're not going to do that. I think if he spends his time like looking into people's windows and they're watching Bigfoot hunters and mountain monsters and all the humans he sees looking for him are all carrying guns and shit, right, so I probably right. wouldn't want to like, kick it with any people either. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to do this tonight. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Staying away. <laughs> and I don't blame him. Yeah, facts. People are the worst. I've been getting a lot of uh, not deer stuff too. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a couple people asking for us to cover that as well. I know we talked about it. Did we talk about it's it a little bit in the Patreon? On one of them, I can't remember at this point. Yeah, man, but man. yeah, I know we've 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 lo- I don't think we've actually done. Oh, I covered a story. Remember, I covered a story of it'd be the closest thing to not deer that I could remember, but. It, it was like these hunters. I don't know. This guy was I do out remember. there. I do remember. And there now. was like the, all them deer that yeah, fucked yeah, him yeah, up yeah. and dragged him off. Which we've, is, done, dude, we've done so many. Between no. the normal show, Night Shift, and Patreon, we're probably pushing 250 shows. Like I have to go back and look to see what we covered. People oh, will yeah. ask about us, ask us to cover something in the Discord. So I'll go like search the library. I'm like, yeah, we covered this like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I just... Because I can't even remember no. at this point. And I'll almost bet there'll be cases where 
we we'll virtually revisit. we yeah we we stumble back across a subject on purpose it, or on just, yeah it just it, it'll be what it is but the thing is the thing that makes it interesting even if we did accident i, I would it would be cool i mean not maybe not for everybody else but uh it would be cool to accidentally cover the same story that we did a long time ago to see, see how much see how our thought, yeah, how, how much our thought process has changed since those times because that i find that, would, that stuff fascinating that would be cool that would be cool yeah because i know i know that like i've always been in the weird but the more that I do this, the more my thoughts evolve the more I become open to things where I'm like, all right, maybe this isn't so woo woo after all. Oh yeah. You know, maybe, maybe there is a lot more legitimacy to some of this shit than, than what I initially gave it credit for. I'm, I'm there too. Like I'm consistently learning as we go. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. And I, that's what I love. I mean, I've been reading, like Darkraft in there, you going off about numbers and shit, and I'm like, oh, God, Lee, you guys are blowing my mind. Here I am, <laughs> I'm just glancing over at the comments, just like, oh my lord, I don't, I don't know shit about you're the Steve's the numbers guy. I'm not, I don't do numbers. Numbers oh, and me was, don't get along. Half trying to keep up, and I'm, I'm out of my element when it comes yeah. to numerology and stuff like that. Yeah, I just can't do it. But uh, that'll probably we're getting close to the time here. Yeah. Yeah. At the old uh, night shift. Unfortunately. We have to go to work tomorrow. Like I know. That's lanes. terrible. I was so excited for tonight. Now it's passing. I'm like, gosh, dang it. I know. It was, uh, I the chat was wild. I think we had the most people in here that we've ever had. Yeah. Every every week it compounds. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but we'll probably call that a night, Hollow Cult. Uh, thanks for everybody that tuned in and hung out and chatted and called it's in. much appreciated. It's great. It's it is becoming a highlight of my week, the night shift. It like, is. It's awesome. Getting to interact with everybody is so dope. Um, let's creep through the chat here a little bit. Um, uh, Burton said that he just uh, hooked up with the AI guys and talked about some not deer. That's awesome. So definitely look for that. That's awesome. Again, uh, thanks everybody it. for hanging out. Thanks for everybody from the Discord that came over and. Uh, kicked it see a lot of names in here oh yeah uh, as we always say go through and support all of the independent content creators uh burton and local legends the ai guys uh, bigfoot society's in here i saw alexis from the great unsolved she's in here um she just started a new podcast called infinite intrigue talks about some weird stuff go and That's support awesome. all of uh all of the independent content creators yeah we're all out here grinding so until we meet again hollow cult stay safe stay weird and if you see the the hat man ask him if he knows aaron rogers apparently he does <laughs>